All right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host and I'm so grateful that you're listening. This is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. And we are going through accounting right now, going through accounting basics In the last episode, I hope you joined us for that one. We talked about goodwill and impairment. First of all, like what is goodwill? How does it get impaired? And what are the situations where that could play out? So check out that episode in order to cover that. Just a quick refresher for you if you don't understand what goodwill is. Goodwill is essentially the extra amount of money that gets paid in an acquisition when one company buys another company. And it's the amount that they pay above what would be considered fair market value. So maybe a target company has something the acquiring company really wants, like some kind of special intellectual property, or they have special machinery equipment or trademarks or patents or some other competitive advantage that they see true value in, but it doesn't necessarily show up on the books as traditional assets do, like a factory, for example. So that's what goodwill is. And companies do this all the time. They pay lots and lots of money for other companies because they see some kind of strategic advantage in many cases for them to do that. So that's what goodwill is. And today's question looks at kind of a different angle of things with goodwill. We talked about impairment, but today's question is, when does goodwill increase? When does goodwill increase? Increase, And you may be thinking, well, Alex, we just talked about impairment. We talked about litigation, all these bad things happening, writing down the value of goodwill. So when would it ever increase? Well, the thing is, from my understanding, it's actually pretty rare for goodwill to actually increase, but it can happen. But it's a pretty rare scenario. There are two main scenarios here. One scenario is is when a company acquires another business and revises the value of the goodwill based on the acquisition price of the new company. And remember, this is when a price is paid above fair market value. So let's say you have a company and you have goodwill on the books for a certain amount, and then you acquire another company and you pay above fair market value. So that amount that you paid above for market value would get added to your company's goodwill. So that's when goodwill would increase. It makes sense, right? Because you have a certain amount on the books already, you make an acquisition, and then you revise it upward because you acquired, theoretically anyway, some kind of advantage or some kind of special intangible asset, and that's accounted for in the goodwill. Now, what about situation number two. Situation number two is really just sitting on the other side of the table. So it's when the company itself, imagine that you have a company and you're acquired by some other business. And so your goodwill would change as a result. So the key thing with goodwill that I'm noticing in studying these questions is that it really just has to do with transactions. It has to do with one company acquiring another. And that's when goodwill is bound to change and it might even increase depending on the situation. So it's all about how that value, the value of those intangible assets are being valued. And many times it's impairment, but sometimes it might even go up. So it just depends on the situation. So that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. 
I'm going through all of these accounting questions and actually, <laughs> I'm just realizing this is the final accounting basic question. It's the final fundamental accounting question. So congratulations. We've gone through them all and now we're going to be transitioning topics to a different technical topic, which I have been waiting waiting for weeks and weeks to get to because I find this part of the technical training for investment banking particularly interesting. It's called discounted cash flow analysis. And we're going to explain what that is. We're going to get into all the details, but starting with a high level picture and then drilling down into the different sections um, eventually. So that's what we're going to get into next. But we've gone through all the basic accounting things that you and I should know as far as the, the main questions that are out there. But we're going to go through um, more topics soon. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.